Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'll do the intro to the fan. Do the intro to okay, the I do the crying in public one. Yes, go. Wait, what is the intro that we have a guest star? Yeah, that's her. You're oh, welcome. welcome. Okay. Yes. Hi, guys, and welcome to Crying in Public. Okay. And we're going to do a roll call. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Sydney. I'm Sophia. I'm Isha. And I'm Claudia. Claudia was so ready. She was like, I'm fucking Claudia. And guess what we have? Hello, I'm Finn. Okay. Welcome, Finn. Hey, this is my first time on a podcast. Period. Yay! Okay, so this week we have the infamous, the one, the only, the everlasting... What's your last name? Finn Kreidler. <laughs> <laughs> it's Finn Kreidler. It's really good. No, so it's yeah. Coretus. He probably guys, shouldn't say his it? last name for all the crazed fans out there. <laughs> yeah, his name is Finn with one N. <laughs> <laughs> it's with... F P Y. It's F Y N. It's actually Flynn. So, if you listen to our last episode, you've heard about our obsession with Finn. And so, today we have him as our first and only meal guest on the Crying in Public. So, 
Yeah, ever. Like, wow, what a fucking distinction. I know, I'm honored. <laughs> you're honored. I feel like you're gonna prescribe. Prescribe? <laughs> you're gonna prescribe Girl. some Adderall? <laughs> <laughs> I also wish that. I'm just gonna prescribe a lot of advice. Crack, okay. We have a lot of firsts in this episode. Our first time having a male guest. And our first time doing advice. Which, like, are we qualified for? No. Definitely not. But we're gonna do it anyway. So. This is also our first, like, Q&A, sort of? Yeah. Because yeah. we asked for advice on our Instagram and people DM'd us and now we're gonna we have a male presence yeah in our hands we've gotten so many dms since our last episode about finn just like can we see his face can we hear him so like this is the big reveal can we touch him (laughs) (laughs) cut it out so (laughs) no we're gonna start with how we met finn I was in Spanish class freshman year. Was it freshman year or last year? No, it was sophomore year. Sophomore year. I see this kid walking late to my Spanish class wearing like pink and black cheetah print vans and like a Tower the Creator sweatshirt, a pink one with jeans. And I'm like, I'm either going to hate this kid because Tower the Creator or like we're going to be like best friends. So I made it my point to annoy him for like the first week of class. I'm like, now we're chilling. It's like I, my best guy friend now. He was a skater boy. Na, 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 na. Yeah, such a skater boy doesn't skate. I, what a, hey, I have a skateboard. I just can you, can't can, skate. Can you use it is the fucking no, question. No, definitely not. I learned how to skateboard this summer. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I broke mine in half the first time I tried it, and I was like seven. I don't like fucking cul-de-sacs. But anyway. Um, I skated into my mom's car, and she still doesn't know to this day. So if you're listening, it wasn't me. Oh, <laughs> great. said it was yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> like, said it was you. Okay, so anyway, he's in my class. I remember texting my friends. I was like, am I going to hate this kid, or I'm going to, like, be best friends with him? Because, like, I tell them everything that happens in my life for absolutely no reason. Like, literally a play-by-play of my day. Yeah, I would annoy the shit out of him for, like, the first week. And then, like, it just became chill. And then finally they met. I remember how. It was one night that we went to karaoke Oh, my God. Yeah. Was yeah. I, was that, was yes. I at that karaoke? I just got right dumped, there. and I was like, bitches, we're going to karaoke. Bitches and Finn. We're going to karaoke. <laughs> Finn <laughs> is included in bitches. I, we don't even have to. It's... I have a question for Finn. So what was your first impression of Sydney? So my first impression of Sydney, I walked into Spanish class, and, like, I'm, like, not super talkative, so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, how am I going to do this? Right, and so I like ended up like accidentally sitting next to her, and I remember <laughs> looking at <laughs> No, fully. I accidentally because no one into the next to her, her, so there was just an empty seat. There right was there. I was five minutes late to class on the first day. You know how it is, oh. and <laughs> and she was wearing a Ramones shirt and Doc Martens, and I was like, okay, so she's either cool or she only shops at Urban Outfitters. Either way. <laughs> And like no disrespect because that's where my cheetah print shoes are from but i was like okay i think like we could probably get along and we did some terribly terribly hard spanish exercises yeah and, yeah which spanish level are you oh so i this was spanish two and it was my second time taking spanish two because i was a transfer student <laughs> so i took spanish one two three two three four great spanish um, spanish is the kid Finn is the kid that took Spanish and was like, hola, my name is Finn, mi nombre Finn, como estas? Like, he was that it's one kid that, like, the teacher was like, please talk in Spanish. You and he's like, sound so okay. white. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, he just wouldn't talk in Spanish ever. But, like, granted, neither would I to him. But when she walked by, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, something in Spanish. But Finn would be like, yeah, really? Like, sure. <laughs> Act like you're talking Spanish. But, yeah, we had class uh, together, like, videos. two years in a row. <laughs> I just annoyed the shit out of him, and, like, now we're amigos. 
Sorry if anyone here speaks Spanish. So the Spanish. <laughs> For the Spanish, that means friends. If you speak English, that means friends. Was the first time, what, off to, off the record, was the first time we met when, when <laughs> was on Molly? I think it was. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. How do you remember yeah, you that detail? Because he, I remember that detail. Yeah. So oh, I just, yeah. So you went to bleep out the name or? Yeah. Okay. So we went to, we went to a, a so birthday party at Finn's apartment. And sort of like oh. some of them met Finn. Just a very welcoming host. Good job. Yeah, Finn's a great host. He throws an amazing party. And like, okay, I also forgot to mention, when I first saw him, I was like, God, I'm he's probably on TikTok. Because like, <laughs> he, he looks boy. like an evil TikTok guy with like the hair and the curly and front hair and like the chains and like the, oh my God. You'll see like, you once we t- post a picture. Yeah, I'll post a picture of him. You're welcome. You sound a lot cuter than I am. Oh, <laughs> you wish. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> All the girls who asked that Finn looks like, I'll finally post it, the big reveal. Are we just going to berate Finn the entire episode? Because I think we should. Yeah, so, I'm so fucking down. To me. Wait, I'm I actually so nice have questions you. for Finn. Okay, yeah. So we're going to transition to now our episode about relationships because Finn is, like, not a normal guy no. in the sense that, like, Aww. since we've been in college, I think our age, especially, like, a lot of guys aren't really relationship-oriented. Like, it's more of a hookup culture in college or whatever. And Finn, just know, Finn be different. Like, I think all of us can attest to, like, him being very gentlemanly without, like, expecting something, which is very rare for, like, guys his age. So we're going to, like, pick apart Finn's brain psychologically because I do have a PhD in judging people. So we're going to do that today. I think the biggest impression that Finn made on me was when we're going after the karaoke night, whatever, and he was literally the one of the only guys that offered to walk me home from the place to my dorm or to my apartment. That's so nice, right? Yeah, and oh. I've just never experienced that. And what do you what do you think about that? Well, I just like New York is like straight up kind of a scary place especially for women so it's that's ass. like you know yeah like i'm always trying to make sure my like homies get home safe homies you know? my homies <laughs> oh. i would just like to second that because finn you were like the only person to ever like not even just walk me home but offer because like every guy i feel like in new york is like all right see ya and like i'm like it's 5 a.m in the morning there's no one out but literally people like doing crack cocaine right now i'm like and you want me to walk home alone like you didn't make sure i got in my uber safe and finn was like yeah, I actually, like, live in the opposite direction, but I will walk you 30 mm-hmm. minutes home in the opposite direction just to make sure you're home safe. And I was, like, not... And I feel like I'm going against feminism. Like, being a feminist saying this. No, but, like, it is scary in New York because guys do be scary. Yeah. Well, feminist or not, it's still true that, like, being a, a small girl in New York City yeah. is uh, inherently think, more dangerous than being a guy. I think the sure. society is not set up for feminism yet, so... <gasps> that is such a hard take. Deep. No, like... Finn and I've hung out like nine bajillion times. He's always walked me home, and that's crazy because like even at the date I've been like hope like not even like texting you get home. Like they're just like bye. I have gotten murdered on the street and they've been like okay, like at least I'm rid of her. But like I feel like uh, <laughs> what's that word with the C? Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is that radio appropriate? Yeah, yeah, we radio appropriate. It's my favorite word of all time. Cherry, it's coming to my mind. Chariot? What's that word when boys Cheerio? are nice to you? Colloquialism? Wait, what? Wait, what? Guys are nice to you. Chivalry? Chivalry! What are you talking about? Okay, going back to King Arthur. Chivalry. <laughs> so, like, chivalry is fucking dead. But I feel like it's so old for to expect guys to, like, close the door for you, open the door for you, or, like, well, like walk you home. And, like, that's so weird that, like, 
you still do it because I fucking respect it. But like most guys, you're like, bye, bitch. And I'm like, okay. I feel like you're asking for too much if you expect a guy to walk home for you or call you an Uber. Yeah. Like that's how I feel. So most of my friends in like high school, like my closest friends, shout out to Lauren if you're listening. Oh, hi, Uh, Lauren. I love Lauren. I love you. She was like my best friend. And so like a lot of my friends like in high school are like, or have been females so like i feel like i've just like been able to like see that side of like living in new york and being a woman so i feel like it's not too much to ask like it's just something that like should be expected and too many people don't do okay so going off what you just said you were like i have a lot of friends who are females you know how like girls have like a guy best friend versus like and vice versa or vice versa vice versa uh, <laughs> vice versa okay vice versa. but um do you believe like girls and guys can like be just friends or there's, like, always sexual tension underlying, and, like, when the time comes, like, you'll hook up or date or something? I mean, I definitely, like, from from personal experience, like, I at least know that I can just be friends with girls, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've had, like, so many, like, most of my best friends have, like, been girls. And it's not like I'm, like, choosing that. It's mm-hmm. just a thing that, like, has happened. Because I feel like I'm not, like, trying to necessarily get on with people in particular, uh, like, because of their gender, but... Yeah, I've had so many, like, amazing female and male friends. And I feel like the sexual tension doesn't really play a role unless, you know, you're befriending someone because of that. I have a question. So for our listeners, we have only been, the girls, have only been living in New York, like, three years top. How long have you been living in New York City? That is such a loaded question because people roast me. Because I grew up in Hoboken, New Jersey. Shout out to... People are Sydney. Sydney roast <laughs> I mean, Hoboken is just kind of like, I don't even know where it is. See, I appreciate that. It's right across the Hudson. If any of y'all have watched uh, Carlos Bakery, Cake Boss on TLC. I'm I've not trying there. to shout them out. I know exactly out, where it is. I've been there. Yeah. Or to Cake and they were like, no. And I was like, okay. Yeah, low-key, their food not that good. I'm not trying to dock y'all sponsors. But um, yeah, so I grew up there. I went to high school uh, in the East Village. So I've been like okay. in and out of New York okay. since I was... 13, 14. There we go. So as a human being with a vagina, I would like to sure. personally uh, advocate for the idea that, like, you can be friends with someone not sexual tension. But also, like, I think I had tension with, like, a fucking rock in the sense that, like, I just <laughs> sexually attracted to her. Sorry. What? <laughs> that came out so wrong. Sydney's attracted to rocks. <laughs> yeah. I'm attracted to rocks just What's like that now. Pan-sexual? Pan- rock sexual. Rock sexual. Um, I think the sexual tension is, like, not necessarily like a, like a, like a, uh, it's not a sexual thing. It's a having connection with someone. If you have with like girlfriends, guy friends, sometimes rocks, sometimes <laughs> turtles, whatever the fuck you want to fucking do. Oh my but I feel like the word sex- sexual tension is so loaded because like I do have very like deep personal connections emotionally, not physically with like my guy friends without being like, I want to fuck you on a table. Like I wouldn't mind. Oh, but also like idea. if we were just friends, I also wouldn't mind. So okay. I feel like it's not necessarily like a, I want to fuck you thing but like uh, you happen to like connect with someone very well and it happens to either go one way or another type thing so you're saying like this is sexual tension it's more like you're attracted to like the personality right not like the horniness I feel like mine's the opposite like I have guy friends and I love like our personalities together as friends but like sometimes like I do just be a little horny and like my entire mind is like "Mm -hmm." so what's next like I'm so sorry it's like of course, if you're friends with someone in that capacity, like, you have a connection, like, deeper, emotional, whatever. And it might just be that. But also, you can, like, find that person physically attractive as well 
and it never be anything more than like physical attraction and emotional connection. But then sometimes you have a little liqueur, a little beer, or a little rosé, and like maybe that connection comes a little bit stronger and it does turn into sexual tension. But I feel like it's not necessarily like a you do where you don't. It's a spectrum, like life. So <laughs> I don't know like who y'all are friends with. I'm just sitting here on a whole nother level because with my guy friends, it's nothing like that. It's literally just us being stupid. Is that like a thing too? Because I cannot imagine any universe where there would be sexual tension. But shout out to Matt, um, shout out to Brian. I mean, these are people that I can complain to, be stupid to, um, talk about other guys with. And I just feel like that it's that's that's it. There's just nothing. There's nothing See, there. The thing for me is that the only difference distinguish from male friends and boyfriends is sexual attention. I think in the differences in high school, all my male friends were either I ugly. Who's after I? Double I? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. <laughs> J. I meant to say A, but I said I should go fucking go with it. Okay, J, they were under the height of 5'5". Five, five. K, all of the above. They were in the KKK. Yeah, literally. Oh, uh, the next letter, they're in the KKK. Oh, no. Or they were taken and or gay Oops. and or came out gay after we broke up. Oh. So, that was never an option. But then, college, I was like, wow, men over the height of 5'5 five five exist. They're not racist. They're not potentially closeted gay. And nah. they're some of them are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, that yeah, one you gotta reconsider. <laughs> is that is that something no. you have to worry about? Like okay. But actually, my ex boyfriend came out to me as gay, and then we dated. So I think that's low key on my fault. I <laughs> just think, a little, just a little, just a little. But hey, I was in Florida. Florida, something in the air, something in the water. So maybe let's ignore <laughs> that. Something in the mashed potatoes of Publix. Something oh, Publix. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. Quick sidetrack. We went to Florida spring break and Sydney's hyping up Publix for like five months, okay? I get there and it's worse than a Kroger. Anyway. What the fuck is a Kroger? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was about to be a Whole Foods bougie when you were hyping no, up. No, 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 no. It's, more like, it's more like a village gourmet. You know the ones that... I thought Publix was like Aldi. <laughs> okay, we go to Publix. You get like an acne. I'm gonna start crying. You get a chicken tender <laughs> yeah. sub. You get a side of potato wedges. You get a sweet tea to go. You get a slice of cake. Your life is made. Oh, like so it's Wegmans. It's for the white people, but the but we we, we enjoy it. We no, love it. We expect it. We Weg- miss it. Wegmans is like Whole Foods compared to public. It's like so. Wawa, but good and not a fucking gas station. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Eric said, "Wawa's cat." Wawa is yeah. so overhyped. Wawa's a fucking glorified gas station. Um, Eric, Eric has a Wawa sticker on his laptop, so we know where he's. We have two males in the room. Our second guest is Eric, who has hey. commentary <laughs> about Wawa. You said Wawa, no cap. I'm not that mean. Philadelphia female, explain Wawa. Oh, so you're from South Jersey? Wait, whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Whoa there. Knife in my heart. Wawa is Jesus in a store because you can go and there's one of those little boobity bop things on a screen where you can choose to get what kind of cheesesteak you want and you can order stuff on the screen. You can buy stuff in the aisles and I don't know why, because just like Publix isn't really that special. Wawa isn't really Shut that special, but 
Wawa I'm just, is a gas station. And I've been to both these places, and you're both overhyped. No, them. we're not. Oh. Wawa is my favorite place on earth. That's the girl who shops at Trader Joe's exclusively. Literally. Back to reality that doesn't exist around gas stations and or supermarkets. Or, yeah, yes, I actually so. do have a question for Finnegan. Finnegan? So, oh, I call him Finnegan or Finland. That is a country. I said Finnegan. Um, so I was like talking to my guy friend, I guess my Finn, the other day, and we were talking about like when you get into a relationship as someone like who you've been in a relationship with, if there's like a minimum, like I think girls have like a minimum attractiveness the guy has to meet and like most of it's personality. Oh, Claudia's like, hell nah. Oh. Um, but then like I feel like guys, like it's like a set higher bar of attractiveness and the personality is like not as important. What would you say to that? Wait, what are you talking? Are you talking about how guys think of girls? Well, I'm saying for girls care yes. more about the inside, I think girls, guys more off the outside. That's what yeah, I thought that's what I'm saying. Said. I wasn't sure. Girls okay. have like a like a lesser bar for attractiveness that's and exactly. a higher bar for personality, where guys are the opposite. This is the hidden theme of every single one of our episodes, and I'm sort of into it because it's so true. Uh, do you mean like in general or like me? Because I feel like you. they're. I guess both. Okay, yeah. So I I think like not to like knock. Like, okay, yes, to not guys. I think a lot of guys that I know will definitely go for someone if they're attractive over personality. And I think that's, like, definitely, like, a societal function of, like, people finding attractiveness, like, men finding attractiveness as a more important trait in women mm-hmm. when it's, like, not necessarily. Like, I think personally, like, I definitely, like, do look for attractiveness. But, like, it's also, like, there has to, like, be personality. Like, I really, like, do look for someone that I can, like, laugh with. Like, that's my most important thing is, like, I have to, like, be able to, like, be talking to someone. Like, definitely, like, think they're attractive. But also, like, it's really, really important for them to be, like, you know, someone I can talk to, like, make jokes with, who can, like, make fun of me a little. And just, like, have, like, that good back and forth, I think, is above all else the most important. Definitely a deal breaker. You have really good nose. Thank you. Goodbye. You know those. You, you know when I'm driving in like Bunkadunk Town, you see those. What just came out of your I'm sorry, mouth? What is it? Bunkadunk. Like, like middle Florida, like when driving um, to Palm Beach or wanting to throw up. Yeah, when driving in the middle of Florida or like in the country, and there's billboards that are like, you could have this nose. It's like before and after. Yeah. I feel like he has the after nose. Yeah. Oh, you have like the nice little slope. Like, you wait, do, turn, you turn have your head, the, turn your head. It's not a great nose. That's amazing. You have the nose that people go into the plastic surgeon with, no. and they're like, this, I want this. TikTok he, like, already got a nose job and tell us. So, could he be TikTok famous if he wanted to? Yes. Yeah. 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 Black. Oh, my God. If he has to song, he has to You gotta be like, Well, no, because here's the thing. Once we get our TikTok up and running, Finn's gonna be featured on it all the time, and we're gonna get famous in approximately 30 seconds. I would love to be TikTok. To make the like that kind of money, that would be so nice. Yeah. Like, you're in it for the money? Wow, Finn. <laughs> I would definitely be in that for the money. I have a question for you, Finn. So you have said that most male acknowledge that looks is more than personality, and you clearly disagree, right? When did you start feeling that way? Well, I think I was, like, definitely, like, raised in, like, a very progressive environment. Like, I grew up in, like, a super liberal place. And, you know, like, I think my parents and definitely, like, my educators and other people I know are, like, outliers in that sense. Because we really talk about kind of those, like, structural kind of inequalities that exist in gender. For me, at least, it was, like, definitely started in, like, middle school. And, like, I'm very privileged. Like, I went to, like, a very, like, nice school and, like, Mm -hmm. a nice place and, like 
had teachers that were like very passionate and that's mm-hmm. definitely not true for everyone like so I was fortunate enough to like okay. be in a very liberal and progressive place and I think it was like really hammered home for me when yeah. I was going to school in New York City because you're kind of on your own and you have to like yeah. decide your relationship with gender and you know with people and in respect to like how you want yourself to be viewed and so I think that's like how that happened for me and there are definitely people who really understand it and like I think you know growing up in this kind of area was what really like made me have the view I do. So would you say that most New York City schools are as progressive as your school are? I would say it, it, the school is not necessarily like the most important thing. Like a lot of New York City schools, like yes, they're baseline progressive, uh, but I think definitely in terms of like race and gender politics, uh, it's kind of like Mm 50-50 because you know, you do have schools that don't acknowledge like structural phenomena that are happening with race and gender and like even my school which was very progressive still had a lot of those issues so I think up to a certain point it's like being exposed to the progressive values but then after a certain point it's really like who you are and who you're friends with and Mm. you know what you choose to listen to and what you choose to value thank you so (laughs) sorry ew I hate my voice I feel like since like middle school high school especially like with our generation like a lot of guys are really ingrained in the hookup culture because mm. of like films, like movies, TVs, etc. That like glorify the idea that like, oh, like you don't want to be a simp or like in a relationship, whatever. Because like she's trying to like wild out, be a hoe, American Pie shit, American Pie, my, whatever my that is. Miss American Pie, that's yeah. Shit. That nasty ass movie that I watched all the time <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, so many guys have been like ingrained with the idea that like oh, selling down is for simps. Like, I need to wait till I'm thirty or whatever to like dating seriously. I feel like you're different in the sense that, like, one, you respect women from, like, a young age, which is so wild to see, especially, like, as, like, a friend or whatever. But also, like, you're in a long-term relationship. Sorry to the 13-year-olds who messed if Finn was single. Literally. <laughs> All the girls who Finn is single, he's not. It's so crazy to see that, like, there are guys out there who do, like, value relationships and things like that and, like, don't just want to be single and, like, bachelor life or whatever. Because, like, from my perspective, like, life is so short that, like, why would you want to have, like, deep meaningful connections with people and during the time that you have so like what is your advice not only to girls but to guys about like going past hookup culture or like relationships getting into those type of things like deeper connections like what do you have to say about that i mean i would say definitely like you just have to like listen to what's going on with you i definitely you know there is like a place for like hookup culture and like it's like totally understandable people don't want to settle down like i think there is a difference between like respect in hookup culture and then people just like doing it to have sex i but i think you really should like listen to what's going on with you like i definitely like went into my relationship like not sure if it was going to be a long-term thing but like when i started dating my like current girlfriend who's very amazing um i just like you know i didn't like go in looking for something and Mm -hmm. once i was like in a relationship i realized like i really do love this person and so i think a lot of people tend to like kind of ignore what's happening because they think that things should be one way or the other. Yeah. Um, question about your relationship specifically. Sure. Were you guys friends before? How did it happen? So this is like the shortened version. She was best friends with my best friend's girlfriend. And so we met one time, we were like kind of friendly and then we hung out and then we eventually got together, but we weren't really, like, friends beforehand mm-hmm. that much. Like, we, we had, like, known each other, but only for, like, two weeks, and, yeah. Okay. 
So I do have a question, actually, and this is something that I feel like, because I'm gonna I'm gonna pull my persona again. I went to girls' only school, <laughs> and so I feel like I haven't um, had the life experiences that you have. So basically, do you think that you can work up to attraction with the person, like if you don't click right away, or do you think um, it's it's something that when you meet a person, it has to click and you know you're in it, you know, for good. Or, yeah, is it a bad sign? Basically, is it a bad sign if you don't click right away? What are your thoughts? I agree with him things like evolve after. That's a really good question. I'm definitely not qualified to give advice on this. I I think, you know, in my experience, I have definitely seen it go both ways. I think it's definitely easier if it's, like, instant attraction because I think, you know, that's, like, you have definitely a building block for that. Um, But, you know, I think there also is definitely a place for, like, getting to, like, know someone. And, like, I've, like, been in situations where someone's, like, not, like, thought I'm attractive and, like, tried to, like, work up. And, you know, it, like, definitely does happen. Uh, I just think, you know, that's something where, like, again, what I was talking about, like, you really, like, personality does play a big role in relationships and that takes more time to develop because i think like Mm -hmm. me personally i've been in situations where i haven't taken a step back and i've been like oh like i'm talking to this person like they're definitely into me and i was just like not able to like see what the kind of outcome was Mm -hmm. uh and so it's definitely really hard but i think being critical of yourself too is really important and kind of figuring out what's going on obviously you don't represent all male species but like for you what distinguish female friends and girlfriends. They're pussies. <laughs> I mean, he never tried the friends one, so he can't really say anything about that. I mean, it really just depends on, like, mm-hmm. what you're looking for. Like, I think to a certain extent, like, you definitely need to be looking for someone in kind of that way. Like, do you see a relationship with them? Okay. And I think for me, like, my female friends, like, all you guys are like people who like I really enjoy hanging out with like I have a lot of fun with and like Mm -hmm. you know we just like do fun things uh but in a relationship it's like one is like someone who I like really really click with their personality in like a way that I think is like super like would make me a better person Mm -hmm. um and like I'm also attracted to them Mm -hmm. and I think that like I want to spend more time with them than with my friends like I really do like love all of my friends but you know like I live with uh, a lot of my friends as roommates and stuff and so you know you do need a break from friends occasionally so I think being in a relationship you need definitely a little bit less of a break from someone so for you friends and girlfriends is it clear divide like there's between, a boundary yeah there's definitely a boundary and i mean i have had friends who then i've like had feelings for like it definitely can change mm-hmm. between like being friends with someone and being in a relationship <laughs> with someone mm-hmm. and like wanting to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone you know it can happen yeah and it's just something that you're gonna like you know experience if you do mm-hmm. okay so your standards is a little bit different than i guess mine i would say I what are yours? I, I mean, the only thing difference is sexual attention. That's it. Really? Okay. Between friends and relationship wise. So yours is more like I'm willing to spend more time with my partner rather than my friends. Yeah, and definitely, like, there is, like, that sexual component. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, everything. Right, right, right. And potential network. <laughs> Sorry. Goodbye. Jumping off of what you were just talking about, how, like, you want to spend more time with who you're dating, like, I completely get that. For you, like, how important is it that, like, your girlfriend or significant other gets along with your friends? What a good question. Uh, That was such a good fucking question. But I'm also not, like, 
same kind of friends that like Jane and James are, but like being alone and to get along. Yeah, no, I think that's like a really good question. And you know, I definitely do want who I'm dating to like get along with my friends, but I think that's not necessarily gonna like be such a huge problem if you know you're dating someone who likes you because i don't know about like you guys but i think like definitely like my friends are pretty accepting of who i like and vice versa so i feel like there is that big common ground that's super easy to build friendships off of and sometimes it does happen and i don't think that's a terrible thing you know unless they like if your friends hate every single or if your mm. your significant other hates every single one of your right. friends and it's like for like no reason that's one thing but if you know if occasionally people don't get along that's fine i think what's most important is that they respect that you're friends with your friends and vice versa 100 percent. i feel like if you stay true to what you are or who you are with your friends and to your like girlfriend boyfriend whatever they should just get along fine because you stay true to who yeah. you are. Yeah. I want that on the phone case <laughs> in glitter. Stay true to yourself. Yeah. I want if that your friends hate you, crying in public merch. Yeah, curious. Wait, Loki. Princess Dane Claudia just said, we said complete, two completely different quotes. Yeah, I'm going to take my significant others to me. That's <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Straight up, Finn. Straight up. Just how do you deal with the fact if you like someone and they don't like you back, what's the game plan? <laughs> you cry, you watch The Notebook, or Dear John. That's what Wait. your girlfriends are for. <laughs> Wait. Why am I thinking of just a small town girl? It's not the right <laughs> Interlude. Okay, right, here it is. Amigas, cheetahs, friends for life. Uh, the rhythm in each other. That's what keeps us tight. Amigas, cheetahs. Live in the dream, the dream. Wait, do you know the one that's like, oh, wait, nothing's ever right, right, like you mean it. Free your mind, it's not enough just to dream it. Come on, come on. If you don't know what that was, don't feel bad because I don't either. <laughs> Cheat us to, Cheat us to the best um, one. Uh, don't even open your horn mouth right now and say, <laughs> fucking Cheetah Girls 3 is better. Oh, uh, well, uh, wait, was that one? Was I'm the one. Stepping out on the way you know the rules all day long. Yeah, wait, what? Good Yo, last episode, I don't know if you guys could hear it, but Sophia made something in the freaking microwave, and it was so loud. She and threw I couldn't spaghetti. cut it out because it was a really funny part. She threw spaghetti at the fucking cabinet. <laughs> that was today, though. Oh, that's to tell if it's done, if you throw it at the cabinet? Yeah, but look, it's just hanging on there. She left it. Did you guys, like, come into college, like wanting relationship or like only looking for like hookups or do you like want to come in like look for something serious also part two part trace part dose do you think that like movies or television social society culture have like warped your idea of what you want out of college you know like for our parents it was like you find your husband and your wife and your partner in college for us it's more like fuck around get fucked get railed and then like enjoy your life then find someone after so like what do you guys think you were looking for oh my god i'm sorry i just have to jump in because everybody knows that i'm like old school anyways i came into college and i was like so ready for a relationship i literally thought it was gonna be the cutest shit like we're gonna go to central park we're gonna go to jets games we're gonna like no nothing like that um and honestly it just kind of destroyed my morale so i feel like i only need a relationship when i have very toxic friends so after i met these ladies no really like even though they're all going on dates and shit and i'm sitting in my room alone at night it's good because i went into college with a relationship thinking that i would make it with 
one of the sins. That's what I thought freshman year. I would like to second that, Claudia. Uh, thank you, Sophia. <laughs> um, but me too. obviously, <laughs> me and the guy were not compatible at all later on that I found out. But I think freshman year, I had a delusional thought that, you know, a partner would just be whatever I wanted to be. But, like, obviously, it's not what it is. And after you grow for a while, you know, in college, you find out, oh, okay, maybe I'm a different person, and maybe I grow from that, and maybe the partner that I thought it was going to be is not what it is. So that's my experience, but I'm not speaking for anyone else, that's just me. For me, well, considering the guy that I went into college dating, I'm pretty sure is gay now, I went expecting nothing, because I wasn't cute, so I was like, I'm just going to, like, study on my books and then plan on becoming hot before I graduate and then marry, like, a 50-year-old man who has a lot of money. However, I, like, ended up meeting someone. Ugh. This is going to sound so icky. I found my Prince Charming. Prince and Charming. I am Cinderella. Ew. She's such a whiny bitch. Cinderella. Also, who wears, song. who wears glass shoes? That's, that's, one of their, that's one of their better songs. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Crystal. So anyway, I ended up like meeting someone like out of the ordinary, like unexpected. Like I did see myself being with like longevity wise. If you come with expectations, sorry, scratched you. You're always gonna be thwarted no matter what. So I feel like if you come with an open mind, expect the unexpected. That's what I did, and I ended up being happy about it. Sometimes, however, however, if your expectations <laughs> are the fucking floor, you're only gonna be surprised, or you're gonna be like you're gonna know what you're expecting. You know. That's terrible advice, but for me, I'm like, if I have high expectations for guys, they're always going to be, like, ruined because guys suck, unless your name is Finland. Yeah, girl, give us nothing. Give us so, nothing. Go ahead. So quickly, it's like, my, like, my expectations will be on the floor, and, like, they'll just make them in hell. Yeah, like, in the basement, yeah, like, the in, flood basement, the, the flood hurricane basement, basement. Or, like, literal hell with okay, um, or hell. Satan himself. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> my guys, my guys, like, you look ugly today. I'm like, shit, he was thinking about me. <laughs> but I have to complain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were so adamant too. You were like ready I, to go. I, I forgot what I was well, Sydney, about the whole, you know, you have these like these sort of expectations, and then you go into college, and like they're sort of like, because uh, like if you have expectations, if they're high expectations, you're always gonna be disappointed no matter what. I completely agree, and I think a lot of that is because of the way I think like we grew up. Like we were always sort of like princesses. The guy's supposed to come save you and do everything right, and like his life's supposed to revolve around you. Blah, 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 blah. But that's not what true love is, and it's not, you know, like, it's a partnership, more like. And, like, fairy tales provide such unrealistic expectations, if you think about it, to its very, very core, even though it sounds really, like, unacademically challenging. We've been growing up with that sort of thing since we were literally three years old. Like, with the movies and the storybooks. (laughs) So, um, just to get a little feminist on you for a second. I think that the core difference between girls and guys growing up is, like, Girls are socialized to, like, aspire to marriage, aspire to a husband, aspire to a ring and a wedding. I want emerald cut, and I want a lace gallery. So, anyway. <laughs> I, for those listening. Yeah, for those listening, I already planned it out. But for guys, it's like, oh, you want to be a bachelor and have a bachelor pad and do bachelor shit and, like, take your shirt off and do weird shit like that. But, like, so when you grow up, girls are like, I'm going to college. I want a husband. I want to meet a guy this age, et cetera, et cetera. For guys, it's like, I'm going to fuck around do whatever I want until... It gets to that point. So, like, the difference is we're, like, socialized. We grow up aspiring to different things at different ages. 
just why disconnect is there during college because everyone's like wanting different things you know I think that plays a lot into our expectations because it's not just like and I want to hear um Finn's, Finland's opinion about this but it's not just I think like oh you're an optimist ah oh, you you want love and you think this certain way so you're going to be disappointed it's not like about who you are but I think for for women and females in general it's just like as you're growing up you have this certain perspective so regardless of whether you want to be single and then you find a guy and then it doesn't work out I think you're gonna be disappointed in that regardless because that's how you grew up to be also what's that Beyonce song flawless was it flawless or Is that the, song? the one she's crying on the phone she's like why don't you love me it's called why don't you love me yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's like it goes a little something like yeah oh wait best thing I never had where she's like oh, trying to yeah oh yeah she's running around her wedding dress and the guy's ugly as fuck and she's like you're fu-. bro I knew I knew that men aren't shit when Jay-Z's camel looking ass <sighs> fucking cheated on Literally. fucking Beyonce with who <laughs> fucking <laughs> Becky <laughs> Beyonce's the hottest piece of ass on this earth and you fucking cheated on her piece of shit motherfucker so Sorry. for those of you who don't like Beyonce I encourage you to get on that train right now because it's revolutionary <laughs> imagine cheating on Beyonce who bit Beyonce though literally and to that man oh, in Chelsea who asked yeah. if I was Beyonce Rihanna yes I am yeah <laughs> I'm sure he's listening walking <laughs> down the street and this guy was like can I braid your hair and I was like no he's like Rihanna I was like I know wait so Finn I would love to get your opinion on that do you think as a guy growing up do you think that you know you sort of felt those societal pressures as well and do you think that like sort of came from a place where you were very young and you are sort of programmed to think certain things when it comes to love and relationships oh for sure like you watch all of these you know TV shows and movies and it's always like the guy is either you know doing things 100% right like you know, in uh, mm-hmm. Disney Princess movies like that kind of stuff or you know the guy is a total player who's like going after a bunch of different people uh, and there's like really no in between yeah. uh, and I think now that's definitely changing a little bit but that definitely when I was growing up and I think you know part of the problem is too that people shouldn't setting your expectations really high is definitely a problem and I think there are a lot of people who can't meet expectations like I think I'm definitely not the perfect guy and like not the perfect person uh but I do think there is like a minimum that everyone should be meeting and there definitely is kind of a minimum that a lot of guys do meet like I know a lot of amazing guys my roommates are such good people and they're definitely like really great to women and I think you know more people should be kind of held to that minimum standard which shouldn't be called a minimum because you know it's like it's the same it's sadly where yes. a lot of people haven't met that's just why i'm saying minimum yeah. but anyway so guys 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 some earth-shattering news right now we are doing our fucking first advice corner on fucking crying in public <laughs> smiling in private in your pocket and we are disclaimer because we love disclaimers for no reason we are in no way qualified to give anyone fucking advice. Definitely not. Not at all. But I think amongst... How dare she? Oh my god, oh my god birth control. It's been three hours. Whatever. Anyway. Combination pill. Um, amongst the six of us, one of us ought to be somewhat right. So we're going to give a stab at this. And we asked on Instagram for like questions y'all might have or advice you might want from both the female and male thin <clears throat> perspective <laughs> on certain issues. So we're gonna read this out right now. So welcome to Crying in Public's first advice 
corner. That sounds awful. With the K. Can, this one can be with the K. Advice Alley. <laughs> yeah. The Advice Alley down the side of a street. Um, what's, what's, like that. Wait, what's, Advice Alley. Wait, quick. What's a cute name? Coochie Corner. But... Coochie Corner is even better, right. bitch. Punani. Punani place. Okay, Coochie Corner it is. Okay, welcome to the Coochie Corner. It's nothing to do with advice, but we're going to call it that because it's cute. I think you should ask the first question. Coochie is old English for vagina. Yes. Coochie. So, and like, should we just all, should we, I think we should all be able to answer it and Finn, but let Finn answer everyone also from the male perspective. Okay, I have a question for you. So we did an entire episode basically on like girls making the first move and like how girls do that. So like do you find it like attractive when a girl's confident and she makes the first move or do you prefer to like take the reins? I gotta say I really enjoyed that episode because it gave me like I think a good insight into oh, how, you how women act. Yes, I do listen to your podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I called you out on that last yeah, time. Yeah, you fully roasted me and I do listen. I'm just very slow. Uh, <laughs> But I think for it's definitely dependent on the person. Okay. That's like I'm definitely someone who's a lot more shy. Mm-hmm. So it has in the past like you know been hard for me, and it's something that like I tend to appreciate because I'm a little more like introverted and a little more quiet. And I definitely am one of those people who is like feels really awkward and like scared when stuff like that happens. Mm-hmm. So I think you know that's something that I like. But for other people, I know they like making the first move. That's like, a good one. One of the most popular questions that we got was. How do you know when a guy is giving you social cues or just like regular cues that they're not into you anymore, not into it anymore? What do you think some of the main social cues are and how should you like react to that sort of situation? Or you can do like as a guy towards a girl, like how do you like from your experience or like as a guy, how do you think a girl should react? (sighs) That's a tough question. Uh, Definitely there are things that I would do if I'm interested in someone that you wouldn't like normally do. You know, like talking to someone at like very odd hours, like going out of your way to make time for them. I think those are the biggest indicators you know if like the frequency is lower unless you've been talking for a long time and then it's kind of understandable why things would change but i think you know if someone's like going out of your way like being very nice to you and then it suddenly changes i think just you know there is kind of things shift in a natural direction when you're Mm -hmm. talking to someone uh and that's different than if there's suddenly a big switch up but there's definitely I, I think is kind of dependent on the person like you have to know who you're talking to a little to kind of pick up on those things but right. for me personally it would be you know going less out of my way to talk to them spending less time you know putting that effort in um a very personal question but did your parents know when you were getting into a relationship i'm so weak uh, <laughs> 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 The way you said that. Oh, at least my parents will never listen to this. Hello, Miss Kryler. You do not know me. However, your son is in this podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mom. No, my parents actually do know about this podcast. Oh, oh I'm so glad. Yeah. Our reach. Our reach. Thank Powerful. you. Yeah. Um, I think I tend to tell my parents if I'm serious about something. I I definitely am just less of a talkative person. Than I like sharing less, so I'll wait so long to tell my parents stuff. But there's, I definitely, you know, will tell them if it's something super serious and they're going to come over. Um, But that's, you know, just like my relationship with my parents, too, is I kind of just don't talk about so much what's going on with me. So would you say that when you and your current girlfriend got together, you told them? 
Yeah, I, I definitely told them. Uh, they had actually met her once because oh. we, before we were officially dating, mm-hmm. she was at my house with some other people, and so they had met her. Uh, but that was a, definitely another whole type of situation because I was spending so much time. My parents live in New Jersey, and I was spending mm-hmm. so much time in the city, and they were asking me what I was up to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was very comfortable in my relationship. And okay. definitely as I've gotten That's older. Very good for you. Yeah, and as I've gotten older, it's been easier to talk to my parents yeah. about that kind of hard stuff. Like when I was in high school, it was really right. challenging, but now mm-hmm. it's more of a, a fluid conversation. Okay. So it really depends on who you spent time with and, and how much you communicate with your parents yeah like what how do you guys talk about that with your parents yes my parents like well, are you seeing someone and i'm like yeah like okay well i tell my mom like every detail of my life my dad uh-uh i could be in like a year-long relationship and he'd have no idea no same i didn't know i dated a guy for three years in high school my grandma genuinely asks me how big a man's dick is that i'm seeing okay are you Not honest you. with cool. how literally no, Sorry. She wants a diagram, like, to draw a little picture. No, she'll be like, she'll be like, Sarita, like, so like. No, my grandma's like marrying Italian. They got, they're well endowed. Winky, winky. So the next question for everyone plus Finn. Why slash when take a quote unquote break and how can they be handled maturely? Can I go first or should I just like. Go first. Okay. So, like, I actually took a break recently from, like, a relationship. It was, like, two years long, but kind of, but not really. And, like, it got to the point where, like, it was becoming a little bit too much at the moment. At the moment, it did kind of suck because, like, I know the idea of breaks for a lot of people are, like, it's stupid. Like, you should need a break for someone that you, like, have, like, a lot of feelings for. However, I feel like it's, like, a lot at one time. And we did take a break from, like, being super serious for a couple of months, actually a lot of months. It helped relieve a lot of that pressure and like we got to a place now where like I have a lot more positive feelings towards that person and I hope they towards me because we got to like separate ourselves from like the pressure relationship a little bit so like I do endorse it if like it's right for you like feel like you're being dependent on that person or no longer an individual in that sense it's okay to take a break to like rediscover yourself get a little bit of distance and focus on yourself a little bit more than you would if you were still like fully in it I do however think that if you take a fucking break Make some fucking guidelines, some borders, some distinctions, because breaks has such, like, a open meaning. We got snaps from Finn. It could be, like, one person is their open relationship. One could be, like, they're close but not talking as much. So if you take a break from your significant other, like, make some boundaries, some guidelines, some rules before you do it so that it doesn't affect your relationship later along in the timeline because there was no clear distinction in the first place. I second that 100% just because when me and I my ex planned to go on a break we never never ever talked about how long it's gonna be what kind of rules we're gonna follow we just kind of assumed okay a break a week break is when we won't talk to each other that that was it but like if you think about it it's not gonna contribute to whatever you're gonna have in the future or whatever you had in the past so the break was kind of just like a period that you kind of stopped thinking about each other and think about what your future is going to look like. So obviously, if you want to do that, go ahead. But I'm just saying that if you want to continue the relationship, you should think about what kind of rules you should follow, what kind of guidelines you all or you both agree to. Yeah, it's not ending. That. It's a let's take a pause. Let's reconvene, take a breath so that we can better the future of relationship so that it like has more longevity not let's take a break so i can decide if i want to fuck another coochie or not 
you coin Well, it. all three breaks that I've ever taken with anybody has been because the other person wanted to get with someone else. So I don't really believe in breaks personally, not to say that breaks don't exist or breaks can't be healthy because I think they can. But just in my experience, especially if you don't make a, a list of sort of yeah. like guidelines as like exactly. you guys were talking about, then it's just not. Useless. It is useless. And I also think there's a difference between taking a break and immaturity. Period. Yeah, I think some people disguise their immaturity as breaks because they're just not mature enough to deal with whatever happens when it's you're also just in cowardice. an adult relationship. Because then, yeah. then, they, then they fuck up and they're like, oh, no, yeah, I got with someone else. Oops. And they, they're, like, too afraid to be like, I just yeah. genuinely don't have feelings for you. And so they're like, let's take a break. I was never yeah. ready for a relationship for your record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But that's Get never true. So exactly. I hate. When people are like, it's just not the right time. Like, I need to break. Because my whole thing is, if COVID taught me anything besides wearing a mask, it was that, like, <laughs> things, like, can come, life in general. It's going to be so sad for a second, but I'm going to fucking okay. do it anyway. It. Everybody start crying right yeah. now. Crying in public. Crying in public, private. I feel like things go. can come and go in such a flash. Like, life is so unexpected and so short and so unguaranteed. Why would you not want to, like, dive in fully with someone you have a connection with and try and be absorbed in that moment in those feelings in that relationship while you can because like probably get hit by a bus tomorrow like you never fucking know so like i don't believe in the idea of the time's not right because time's never right life's always changing life's always throwing something out your way so like the idea that like oh it's not the right time in my life like it's never gonna be the right fucking time but if you love someone and you're blessed enough to have someone you have a connection with why not fucking go for it jumping back to what sarah said i would just like to <laughs> say hiking back Skipping back. backing in the back. Himalayas. Um, I honestly personally so don't sorry. think breaks are like legit in my experience. I feel like whenever I took a break, it was like a fake break and we were actually still together the entire time. Or it was like, I'm going to go hook up with someone else break and it'll be okay because we were on a break. Like the Ross scene with like Rachel from Friends when he was like, oh. we were on a break. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That is what I always think of. And jumping onto that because like you guys were like, oh, they always end up getting with someone else. What are your thoughts on like, open relationships oh. like do you think they're possible like would you ever do one and like what are your opinions or experiences on them um for open relationships that i hate like i sound so like oh like you should do what you want but those are definitely something that's person dependent i've met people who have done it successfully and i think more often people do not do it successfully just because you know it's like really hard not to be jealous like personally i never okay. would uh, I know it does work for some people, and then if it works for you, that's totally good. Uh, and I think that's a conversation that you know you can have with someone, and definitely should be something if you want to talk about. You should bring up, but it's right. you know it's really it's complicated and definitely hard. Yeah, I feel like me in an open relationship would just be like jealousy central. Like okay. I would be so jealous, like so unable to do it. I'd be like comparing myself to like the other girls, like. Not like I like have all these like insecurity issues that I think it can sound, but like it's just like natural to get jealous. Of and like course. some people can definitely do it. Just for me, I don't think I'd be able to because like I'd always be like wondering like, oh, are they gonna catch feelings for this girl? Like, do they like this girl better than me? And for me, I they like, just really prefer like monogamy. Mm-hmm. I prefer to be open, but only me open and not the other person. <laughs> and I don't even fuck anyone else. I just want attention from other people because I like attention. That sounds really bad when I say it out loud. Yeah, I'm not okay. gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, does that let's really erase bad. that. I just think that never mind. No, 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 say it. I think that no one. I don't want to be open. However, if the other person's 
force you to. Yeah, if I'm forced you to, I can't help but be open. Exactly. But then also, if like some really hot actor whose name I can't think of right now, that who's hot and who's an actor, Matthew McConaughey. Ooh, uh, ooh. If he came up to me and was like, "Dr. Boyfriend, right now, and be an open relationship," I would so fucking do literally it. Goodbye. She literally said, "But Dr. Fuck." He has a whole ass family. He's a whole ass hottie too. So I don't yeah, know what you mean. He has a whole ass big dick. Broken. <laughs> he has a Texas dick. Yeah. In open relationship, I feel like if somebody asked me for that, it would mean I'm not doing something to keep them satisfied oh, or exactly. happy. Like, I have a shortcoming that they need to find in someone else, and therefore, I don't want to be with them, period. I can find someone else, too. I just so. hit my life like that. That was so... Okay. For me, it's that I feel like everyone has different connections with everyone. And if the sexual tension is not there, you can definitely find someone else something else and like more present that's in my opinion what's going on but i feel like emotional connection wise um if you really truly value that person if you really 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 vibrate that person at least for me i feel like you know if it happens it happens but like it's not the most ideal that's what it is but like i feel like if the sexual attention obviously if because of long distance it's not going on because of that i feel like i'll be you know more lenient towards that now that we spend 30 minutes on the same topic. <laughs> <laughs> Audio looked me straight in the eye during that whole <laughs> Okay, Finn. Since we're about to wrap up, I'm going to target you right now. She's targeting you with a target yeah. on your back. Ooh, target. If you had, like, one piece of advice to give to, like, any girl, what would your advice be? Wow. This is 100% not something I'm qualified for. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, so I would... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think what you know is most important for me and definitely i think is like just really solid advice is to one make sure you're like happy that 100 percent above anything else because you know like you're living you should be living your best life uh but not only that you just like treat yourself well like give yourself some slack because i think people tend to like really get in their heads and really are like oh no if i can just like stick it out for a little while longer it's okay and like while that is you know it can sometimes be true depending on your situation i think you deserve the most like to be the most happy like it's okay to be selfish sometimes right Exactly. I think that's not selfish. I think that's just self-love. There's a fine line between <laughs> self-love, self-care, and what's what you, what'd you guys say? Narcissism. Selfish. Selfish. And self-centered. Mm-hmm. Like, loving yourself and putting yourself first is what you should do anyway. Do it. Get yourself a mask. Get yourself a vibrator. Get yourself a fucking... Oh. Get yourself a dildo. Chocolate love a cake. The vibration shit, with the remote. Whatever, yep. <laughs> on the There's phone so and the app. things at once. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dye your hair. Box dye. I did that. Drink whatever. some wine. Don't Cut some weed. bangs. Cut some, some bangs. It helps. Get some hair okay. in your eyes. First of all. Um. Name yourself Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Be an e-boy on the Name David and go by Finn. Your name's David. That's true. My name is yeah. David. My, my God. My parents given name i don't like that expression god given name i don't understand it okay my last question for me is um what are the some of the tips that you would help to give our listeners to help communicate with their partners for long distance strip naked okay show your coochie you know like not everyone can do that coochie corner so, <laughs> Finn, some of the more general 
Uh, for long distance is... Oh, you did long distance. Yeah, I... I yeah, my girlfriend goes to school in Massachusetts during the school year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think definitely make time to, like, talk to them on the phone. Like, that's one thing I really do like about long distance is, like, making that time. Not even to, like, FaceTime, but just, like, you know, if you have, like, 10 or 15 minutes, like, talk to someone on the phone because you really get to, like, hear about their day and what's yeah. going on with them. And just, like, you, like, make conversation that you, like, yeah. otherwise wouldn't have the time for. Uh, definitely, I think, download, like, uh, what's it called, like, Netflix party, watch some TV, and just, like, making time is really important in long distance. Uh, and definitely, like, visiting the other person and, like, having a good time when you're together. Like, try to, like, do your work before. All of that kind of stuff. Effort yeah. is so hot. Effort is so hot. Also, like, communication which I think that the male species is allergic, allergic to. Like, if you <laughs> if you gave men, men an allergy test and you put communication in a vial, they'd probably, like, explode. But um, <laughs> communication such, like, so I think that even putting a little bit of effort into, like, keeping in contact with people, like, wanting to know about their day or about their interests, about what's happening to them. Just a little bit of effort and communication goes such a long way. And it's so hot and it's so cute and it's so refreshing to, like, have someone care about the little things. So do Last it. Question. That you can cut it out, but it's for everyone. I'm not what it do you out, think so. about finding your future partner in college? I think the age doesn't really fucking matter. If, if I think, I agree. I think not to get like super philosophical, but Aristotle's whole idea about like when you're when like the beginning of humanity happened, like people were connected, and then they were like uh, torn apart by like a storm or some shit, and then like you spend your whole life trying to find your other half. It's a really stupid story, but I feel like connections with someone is so rare that like you just like get that person you just love that person it's so fucking rare to just like have that genuine chemical connection with someone so doesn't matter what fucking age you could be seven you could be 14 wait whoa <laughs> seven but don't you just hold hands and chew each other's gum and uh-huh. you're like 14 or 16 or 75 you find that connection that's so rare that you just like love that person unconditionally fucking hold on to it because it only comes once in your life you're not going to get it again so like why give it up because of like some arbitrary rule about age yolo so thank you thank you for that (laughs) this is something i'm super insecure about because i come from a town where like i literally feel like everyone's been dating for like since sixth grade i kid you not i I know a couple that has been dating since middle school and they're still together they're the cutest like it's it's great and i came to college and I look around, and the selection of men is subpar. It's really limited. Like, NYU isn't really known for, I mean, not not bashing anyone. If you're out there and you have a crush on me, please slide in my DMs. You have, you have literally no competition. A lot of my role models, especially my female role models in my community, have found their significant others after they've established their career mm-hmm. in grad school, which I think is all the more powerful. Yeah. So modern women, like, yeah. Bumble. Bumble, Tinder, Grinder. I again, my experience is it wasn't something I expected to happen, and I think just it's something that if it happens, you'll know, and you know you can't like be prepared for that. Okay, then personal question: I can take this out if you want to. Do you think she is your soulmate? Uh, yeah. I mean, I definitely do. Like, I, I've been dating. Ilona, I'm sure we're gonna listen to this all together in my apartment, which will be a lot of fun. Oh. But um, hi everyone. <laughs> hi, Ilona. I haven't seen you in a long time. Hi. Yeah, you guys. We have to. I mean, none of you guys want to come to Brooklyn. I Sorry, this is off topic. Hi, James. Hi, Alejandro. James. Yeah, you guys should all come over. We can 
this is okay this is not should not be in the podcast but we have a very nice like someone who just moved in brought a bunch of shit to our roof so we have like a fire pit and, like a little seating area and a hammock am I, am I sure. yeah of course guys thank you so much for listening to this episode um finn says thank you with all of his whole heart um you're welcome we love you Make sure to follow our Instagram at Crying in Public Podcast. Make sure to follow our TikTok at Crying in Public Podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Spotify. Make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out more than you know. If you want to keep hearing us, go ahead and do that because we love you guys. Also, if you see us in public, don't be afraid to reach out. We don't Say bite. Hi. Say hi. We um, have had the best interactions with you guys so far, and we love you. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Love you guys. Can I- go Eagles go is a fucking song. Oh, wait. Is it called no, Go it's Eagles not. Go? No, it's she made it. So up. sorry. Hey, Eagles. Someone yeah. is preaching. Are you ready? Stand. Yeah, to jiggle Yeah, we got our hands up high, our feet down low, and that's the way you jiggle This is the article about games. It's about a meal prostitute. They were like, go, sing it. Oh, Woo. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.